Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, Mel King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's time for the Travis Thomas Show on Boston Sports Original, W-E-E-I. Ah, here we go. Power hour, baby. The final hour of the show, hour number three on the Travis Thomas Experience. Take your phone call, 617-779-7937. I need Patriots, playoff, memories, Reminisce with me. I was not here during the dynasty, and it drove me nuts. I was on the outside looking in, appreciating greatness. Hell, that dynasty was so powerful. I have my own playoff memories from not even being here, just watching Patriots games, remembering where I was during the games. I was in the industry, so, you know, a lot of those uh, playoff games and Super Bowls, I was working I told this story earlier in the show about the undefeated season and losing to that stupid David Tyree catch that I still can't believe happened. I was at work. I had the whole script written up for the broadcast that night. I was a producer back then. I wasn't even on camera yet. And I had it all written up, Patriots, perfect season, blah, 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 because I kept assuming they were going to make the play to win the game in the end, and then it was that dumbass David Tyree catch that ruined my life. I told the story earlier about how I had a Super Bowl party for the Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl, and I, me and my degenerate friend had gambled and bet on the Falcons to win the game and we played a drinking game for every time the Falcons did anything positive, which in the first half was a lot, which meant I passed out at halftime. The last thing I remember is Lady Gaga, like jumping from the roof of the building or like zip lining or something. It's all vague. And then I was out, and then I woke up to my wife saying everyone left the party and the Patriots won, and I couldn't believe it in my drunken stupor. I even went back to the tuck rule game where I was a young lad, wasn't even in the industry, just dreaming of being a sports broadcaster. Thank you, God, that I've made it. And watching that and thinking, that's a fumble. That's a fumble, bro. Raiders still haven't recovered. Let me get your memories. Patriots aren't in it. I at least need to hear from you. Zach, you're like 12 years old, but you got to have some sort of memory for me. Yeah, don't have anything from uh, from the tuck rule error, really, <laughs> any of the first three Super Bowls. A uh, couple come to mind. Uh, the Super Bowl 49 after the Butler interception, we uh, we were getting a Nor'easter the next day. Oh. Right around halftime, uh, 
My school sent us the email, no school the next oh! day. So, Super Bowl, we're feeling good. Coming in Monday, no school. Wow. Tuesday was the parade, so a bunch of us skipped wow. school, took the tee in, went to the parade. So, that was really awesome. Obviously, watching Super Bowl 51, the comeback with my dad, I spent the entirety of halftime just laying on the ground, sad <laughs> that they were getting blown out by the Falcons all of a sudden. Comeback is on, one of the greatest games i've ever seen so it was a lot of awesome memories unbelievable 617-779-7937 let me hear from you we've been doing it all show we've had some great memories get in here and give me yours let's go to laura on line one laura i need it injected into my veins please all right so what happened is Fall of 2016, Brady gets suspended. We go to Cleveland, and we say, if they make it to the Super Bowl, we're going. January 2017 rolls around. They're playing in the AFC Championship game. We booked everything in the hopes they would go. They win. We go to Houston. Wow. We had no tickets, but we had everything else booked. (laughs) Two days before we left, tickets literally fell in our lap, and we went. And we were at the greatest Super Bowl ever because we said this is going to be history. It's going to be the fifth Super Bowl win. And sure enough, as Robert Kraft said, it was the sweetest one they ever won. Oh, my gosh. That's an incredible story. I mean, unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Get in here. Share them with us now. 617-779-7937. Patriots playoff memories from the dynasty travis thomas experience on twitter and instagram as well all right so in this last hour here i want to talk red Sox, bruins and celtics i'll start with the red Sox. listen i mean i i don't i'm sort of i sort of have mixed emotions here you know why because i'm not convinced that the Sox aren't going to make a move on somebody now it's obvious they're not you know we've already proven here they're not going to go out and go on a spending spree like we all wanted. But I do think they can be methodical and get somebody up in here. Now, what's interesting, many of you who listen to the show know, I was on Lucas Giolito from the beginning. I wanted him at the deadline. And I thought, you know, because I was in Washington when he was with the Nationals, and they always looked at it as like he's the one that got away. Now, I thought, you know, at this stage of his career – a lot of teams are asking him to be something that he's not. They want him to be a savior. The Angels and the Guardians. Guardians acquired him thinking, you know, hey, we're going to we're gonna make a move here in the playoffs with him. No, that's not what he is. He's a good addition if that's what he is, if he's your three or four starter. If he's your third or fourth starter, you're in pretty good shape. Uh, I even, to be honest, I thought the money – that the Red Sox gave him was fair. A lot of people were upset with that. Two years, basically 40 mil. But it includes I opt out after the first season. It's just a going rate. It is what it is. Um, my issue is he's not your he's not your ace. Like, you know, I think all of us know that. Um, remember, they acquired Giolito a few days later is when they moved sale. And I didn't I didn't hate that move either. That's why I say I have mixed emotions about some of this stuff because Sale was awesome for the Sox, obviously, uh, for a while there. I mean, right right after they traded for him, they don't win the 18 World Series without him. You know, he's an all-star around that time a few times. He went, if, There it is, two all-star teams, 17 and 18. 
he almost won the Cy Young. Uh, uh, I remember him being in the running for that both years. He was a stud. But then it was injury prone. You know, we know the rest of the story. But, I, I look, I like uh, Von Grissom. I think, you know, he's a potential – look, he's a leadoff hitter. He, he Could he be a potential 300 guy? Maybe. You know, I just think – I feel like defensively, you know, you slide him in there. He should be your starting second baseman. He's got a lot of potential. So it's clear to me you're looking at him, Mayer, Teal, you know, Roman Anthony, all these young guys. And everyone says, oh, it's a bridge year. No, it's not. They're just they're just going to the youth movement. It is what it is. A lot of teams around the league do it. My thing is this. Go get someone bona fide, and you're in good shape. Blake Snell's still out there. Corbin Burns is still out there. Jordan Montgomery is begging you to come here. I, I mean, at this point, the guy's in town. He's working out at BC. His wife's interning at a local hospital. He's a lefty. I mean, Zach and I were just talking during a commercial break. You got to be kidding me! This is a this is this is being gifted to you. Go get the guy. To your point, too, it's not like they can't go out and build around these young guys. I'm fine with and that. Get a team set so that when they come up, it's not okay. Well, they're up, and now we're going to wait a year. Here's another bridge year because now we need to let Teal, Meyer, and Anthony get acclimated. We have a team built around him, That's ready what I'm to saying. go. That's what I'm saying. Go get somebody bona fide now. Shane Bieber's available. By the way, you got to trade for him. I get it. You're going to have to give up some pieces. But Dylan Cease is an absolute monster on a crap team. Go get him. Why even fire Bloom if you're just going to do this? Go be aggressive. Get some. Get a pitcher. I used to say go get two. Spend money on two starters. They're not doing that. Go get me one, please. Like, I, I mean, you can't just. Uh, 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 these guys don't appear out of thin air. You got to be aggressive. You got to spend the money. Go do it. Well, to your point, why fire Bloom if this is exactly where you're going to do it? Takes all the pressure off of ownership. You I'm fire saying. Heim, say it's his fault. Heim was indecisive. Heim couldn't make the big move. He couldn't build the team. And then you bring in Breslow, and it takes all the pressure off of ownership. That's all I'm saying. Do you think there's another move coming this offseason, or is that it for the Red Sox? Call me, 617-779-7937. Uh, before we go to trending, let's get a couple calls here of playoff memories. Let's go to Phil on line one. Phil, I need some Patriots playoff memories, my friend. Yeah, it's going back a couple of years. Um, on a on a whim, I decided. Um, all of a sudden, I remembered I had a good friend that lived out in Kansas City when they um, when they were making advance into the AFC Championship out there. I, I sent him a text. I told him I, I have three hundred dollars to spend on a ticket. <laughs> if can start working on it, I'll get a flight. And he's like, I'm on it. So obviously. I don't know if everyone remembers, but it, that, the forecast for that game was supposed to be minus seven is the high mm. for that day. But it, it ended up changing uh, to a balmy, I think, kickoff temperature was 10 degrees. Oh. Um, so thank, thankfully, that's at least somewhat tolerable. <laughs> but um, just had su- such a great time. The game was just on edge. But I think there were a lot of Patriots fans there. Everyone kind of felt that this game was gravy. If yeah. they lost, we already had however many Super Bowls we had. Right. So we had a kind of a quiet, quiet confidence. But after the game, uh, just I stayed for another day or two, just hung out. But 
as I'm going to the airport to leave, of course, I have my prior year uh, championship baseball hat on as I'm going to the Kansas City airport. Yeah. And uh, every, everyone's very nice, very nice. Everyone's, hey, congratulations. Until I get to the uh, baggage security, and my, as my bag's going through, uh, one of the security ladies said, she looked at me, she's like, hey, go back to Boston. I'm like, huh, well. And then I'm, I'm trying, to, trying to think quick, quickly on my feet. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be going back to Boston, but I'm thinking about stopping in Atlanta <laughs> on the way home. <laughs> and uh, all the other all the other people besides her were laughing their butts off. That's cool, I don't, I'm not man. sure if you can say it, but um, that's cool. Yeah, gr- just a fantastic memory among many. Too cool. Great show. Man. Thank you, brother. Let's go to Shane before we get to what's trending. Shane. I need some Patriots playoff memories, my friend. Uh, good, good evening. Thank you for taking my call. Of course. Um, so I was probably 22, 23 years old working at a local golf club, um, and I was getting ready to watch the, uh, the Patriots versus the Falcons in the Super Bowl, just about ready to give up at halftime. You know, you, we all know how that game ended. However, the following Monday is the, uh, the Patriots parade for that Super Bowl up in Boston, and, you know, I had to go to that. But what I, what I forgot about was my job interview Monday at 10 a.m. Uh, I, had, I had the head professional at Brookline Country Club, Brendan Walsh, giving me a phone call at 10.30 in the morning. <laughs> Say, are you coming in for your interview? <laughs> and I'm standing, I'm standing on Boylston Street, and you can hear the crowd behind me, and I'm trying so hard not to, like, Tell him where I'm at. He goes, you're at the parade today, aren't you? I'm like, yes, sir, I am. And uh, next thing I know, he goes, will you be coming in for your interview? I'm like, no, this is bigger than my interview. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and it was probably the best decision I've ever made for a job. Yeah. I ended up leaving the golf business a few years after wow. that anyway. So moments and memories I can never get back was the best thing. I remember Tom Brady locked eyes right on me and my wife. Come on. Special moment. Too so. cool, Shane. Hey, you made a great decision. You know, Brookline Country Club, that's that's a pretty hot commodity to get into. So. Wow, man. That's awesome, man. That's a great story, and you made the right choice, no doubt about it. Taking your phone calls, hit us up. We need these memories from you. When we come back, We'll talk the latest both with the Bruins and the Celtics, and we'll finish up your phone calls as we wrap up this fine radio program here in the Power Hour. Here's Zach with What's Trending. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. You're listening to The Travis Thomas Show on WEEI and on the Odyssey app. 
Travis Thomas Experience, the power hour, the final hour of this fine radio program. Taking your phone call, 617-779-7937. Travis Thomas Experience on Twitter and IG. We've been talking Pat's playoff memories all show long. You guys have been great. Uh, I say this all the time. You know, I'm going on two years here. On Red Sox opening day, it'll be two years for me officially. And everyone has been absolutely awesome to me since I've arrived and my family. We love being here. And uh, I think one of the reasons we've connected is because I've always had an appreciation for Boston sports. I, I mean, being on the outside, being in the DMV, we call it, D.C., Maryland, Virginia. Uh, that's where I was born and raised. And I came up, you know, covering the Baltimore teams and worked my way up to that D.C. market and covered all the Washington, D.C. teams. But I always, during the dynasty, the Patriots dynasty specifically, I always had an appreciation for greatness, always. And while people would hate, uh, some people around me would hate, Others who were from this area were obviously just diehard fans. So I saw both ends of the spectrum, and I was really in the middle of just appreciating what I was watching and being in the moment. And so now that I'm here, it feels like destiny because I never had a hate relationship. I never even understood the hate for it. And I think because of that, I've been embraced here. You know, I've come here with arms wide open. I sound like a Creed song. And everyone's embraced me and been great to me, and I love it, and I'm never leaving! And so I say all that to say, even though I was on the outside looking in, I have a ton of Patriot playoff memories I've been sharing throughout the show, uh, and I wasn't even here for, so I can't even imagine what it must feel like to you who was living it, who was breathing it. By the way, uh, I got a DM because what got me thinking about this was my wife asking me, what I wanted to eat tomorrow for the conference title games. And so it just kind of took me down the path of like thinking of, you know, your spreads that you have for football games and we don't have many Sundays left. And I just started kind of reminiscing about the football season that was and football seasons past. And I said, you know what? Patriots aren't in it. Let's go down, you know, memory lane here for the show. And it was a great idea because you all have been fantastic as always. So I got a DM asking me, what indeed are you going to get tomorrow for the conference championship games? I decided on wings. And I'm just going to go to my go-to spot. I go to Buffs and Newton. Anyone who knows, knows. They're so good. So I'm going to get wings from there tomorrow. So thank you for uh, DMing me and asking me that. All right, let's hit the phone lines here. I want some Patriots playoff memories. 617-779-7937. Let's go to my man Paul on line two. Paul, I need some memories for you, my friend. Hey, uh, thanks for taking the call. I, um, you were just talking about Washington, D.C. I got a story about that. All right. Um, so I was uh, working as a subcontractor at the auto show at the D.C. Uh, convention center. Oh, yeah. And uh, for Super Bowl 51, it was uh, 2017, and um, <clears throat> the Super Bowl um, – the the car show ended on Super Bowl Sunday. It was the last night, and I said, "Hey, what time are we getting out to the you know people that I was working for?" And they said, "The show ends at six. I was like, "Oh, perfect! Super Bowl starts at six thirty. I can go watch it." Right. And he said, "Oh no, we're not watching it. Uh, we got to get all these vehicles 
out of the convention center. We'll probably be working till two in the morning. Oh. So, uh, so I said, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm going to watch the Super Bowl. <laughs> and these these guys that these guys that I was working for that worked for this company were all from California, New York, uh, Florida, all over the country, and they didn't understand. I said, No, you don't get it. I'm a I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> Patriots are in the Super Bowl. I'm I'm going to watch it. And he goes. I, I can't let you leave. If I let you leave, then everyone else is going to ask me, and I can't do it. I said, you don't have to tell anyone. So I, he's like, all right, this conversation never happened. Do whatever you got to do. And I uh, I scoped out the area the day before and found, it found a uh, tunnel underneath the convention center that connected to the Marriott what? across the street. They had a nice sports bar. I just threw my hoodie on right at 6 o'clock. Put, pull my hood up and just dis- disappeared. I used to buy, didn't say anything. And I went to the, watch the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, I still got paid from that job, luckily. But, um, yeah, I just left everyone to work. And I, I couldn't miss it. I'm so glad I did. I was the only Patriot fan in that Washington, D.C. bar. Everyone else was for Atlanta. Um, and I was the, the only one there at the end. Uh, of the night, the bartender was giving me free drinks and shots and everything. It was the funniest, <laughs> funniest thing. <laughs> that is an awesome story, Paul. You went hoodie Belichick. <laughs> Did you hear him? I put on my hoodie, put my hood up, and I just, I just disappeared in the alley. You went hoodie Belichick to go watch Belichick win a Super Bowl. That's a great story. We've had some really good stories, man. Have you noticed, though, most people's favorite memory is that Falcon Super Bowl? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, between 28-3, and, I mean, that really kind of solidified Brady's legacy as the GOAT. So I think those two factors combined that it has to be number one, especially for people my age who don't have a lot of memories from the first three. Like, that one definitely sticks out. Yeah, I mean, I I told you the story how uh, wasted I was that night. So what I did was... You know, I went back, I think the next day, um, NFL Network, if I remember, like replayed the Super Bowl, and I, I watched the second half. And the thing that stood out to me in, in my sober mind when I watched it the next day was um, it wasn't even, like the comeback, when you just hear 28-3, you think, oh, man, Hail Mary, pick six. It was methodical. I mean, it was a roller coaster ride of, are they going to do this? Oh, my God, they're only down one score. And then it was, oh, my God, you know, it was a very methodical comeback. It wasn't like, you know, obviously it was exciting, but it wasn't a fireworks show you would think 28 to 3. If you just hear 28 to 3 and that team comes back and wins, you're thinking kick return, punt return, pick six, Hail Mary. No, it was drives stops, turnover, drive, crazy. For every for them to play as bad as they played in the first half in that game, to then go in at halftime and completely flip things and everything clicked. The defense made stops when they had to. You had a strip sack. You had the, the sack from Trey Flowers and then the subsequent hold to knock them out of field goal crazy. range. It's crazy that they were able to get everything to click just in that second half after how poorly they played in the first. Insane. Insane. Uh, We still have time. We will leave the phone lines open if you do want to get in here and share one last Patriots playoff memory. 617-779-7937.
888-729-3937 is our number. All right, so here's the deal. I think tonight we're getting a preview of the NBA Finals. I believe we're going to get Celtics Clippers in the Finals. Now, before you laugh at me for suggesting the Clippers, hear me out. Uh, I am Mr. Anti-Clipper in recent years. As many of you know, uh, if you don't, you know, follow me on social media. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Travis Thomas Experience. But I host shows. I host sports betting shows for Nesson during the week, Monday through Friday, right? And uh, I am the king of, in years past, betting my hard-earned money on the Clippers. And they have given me absolutely no return on my investment. So I'm I'm anti-Clipper as I say this, okay? But because I've lost money betting on that team and that franchise in recent memory, I now know what it looks like when it's working. Stay with me. Over the, Since Kawhi Leonard and Paul George have arrived, we'll say, with the Clippers, they have had every single stinking excuse in the book as to why they can't win in the playoffs, why they can't win when it matters. It was load management. Oh, these guys aren't playing enough games to gel. They're taking too many regular season nights off. Okay. Then it was injuries. Oh, Kawhi's hurt. Now Paul George is hurt. Now they're both hurt. They've had coaching issues. They've had chemistry issues. They acquire Russell Westbrook. It's not a great fit. They get James Harden. What are they doing? It's too many stars. It's not going to work. I mean, they've had every excuse, excuse, rinse, repeat, new year. Rinse, repeat, new year, blah, 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 blah. People, (laughs) it's come together now. They're healthy. There's no more load management BS. They're well coached. James Harden has a defined role, less pressure on him now. To be the man, just score the just score, score the basketball. This is Kawhi team. This is Paul George's team. Play the background. Russell Westbrook has fit in, gets along, has respect for all these other stars. He's not bumping his gums. It's starting to work. It's happening. They've won four straight. They're eight and two in their last ten. They're currently third in the Western Conference, only two games behind the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Minnesota Timberwolves, who lead the West, both young teams. The Clippers are not a young team. They're a veteran team. Here they come. I believe in the Clippers. I can't believe I'm saying it. (laughs) I think this is the year they finally break through. And the Celtics, what more can you say? I mean, hell, The trouble in paradise in Milwaukee is great news. I understand we all love Doc Rivers around here. But that's chaos. That's chaotic. Getting rid of your coach first year because Giannis doesn't like him. I mean, come on, bro. Then you bring in Doc, who we all love Doc. And and I'm happy for Doc. He will have a chance to get another ring. But I don't think it's going to be this year. I just don't think Doc Rivers can walk into there Gel with the players. By the way, a team that's still trying to figure out how to gel. Dame and Giannis are still figuring out on the fly. That team does not play defense. So now what? Doc's going to come in and fix everything? Relax. It's going to take a while. Maybe next year. 
The Sixers are are amazing. Embiid's amazing. Tyrese Maxey is coming to his own. They're 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 not in the same class as the Celtics. Neither are the Cavs. Neither are the Magic or the Knicks or the Pacers. The Celtics are going to come out of the East with relative ease. The Clippers are going to have to walk through hell with gasoline draws on because they have those young upstarts in the Thunder and the Timberwolves. But I believe because they're a veteran group, Kawhi has a championship, knows what it looks like, knows what it feels like. He's healthy. They're healthy. They figured it out with all those veteran pieces. Advantage Clippers. Yes, you have the Nuggets, but how many times in sports do we see a champion fall short the next year? It's very hard to repeat. And then you have the Suns who just still don't seem like they're going to work. Durant and Booker are available. Beal isn't. That looks like it was a mistake to acquire him. And they don't have depth anyways. And then Luka doesn't have enough help. Either does LeBron and AD. I think it's the Clippers West. And I'm very confident that the Celtics come out of the East. And you know what? Even if the Clippers are putting it all together now, and I believe in them, which I do, I still think the Celtics can win that finals. It's the perfect finals for a guy like Jason Tatum. What do we say about Tatum? He doesn't have enough dog in him. There's not enough alpha. There's not enough takeover the game. He plays an aloof Clippers team in the finals. I mean, that's what they do. Kawhi, yeah, he's a champion, but he takes nights off. So does Paul George. James Harden hasn't won a big game to save his arse. And Russell Westbrook is a shell of what he used to be. It's the perfect series for Jason Tatum. It's perfect. Kind of reminds me of when the Thunder made it to the finals and they had all those stars, a young Kevin Durant, a young James Harden, and, and you're thinking, oh, man, this team's going to – this 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 team's amazing. They're going to win it. And what happened? They ran into a buzzsaw of LeBron in the heat. It's the same thing here. I just think the Clippers finally figure it all out, and you look up and you say, this is their time, but it's really the Celtics' time because the matchup is perfect if that's your finals. Celtics, Clippers. Going on record now. Uh, let's hit the phone lines here. Let's go to Turner on line one who wants to defend Mac Jones. Turner, you're a Mac guy, huh? Yeah, man, as much as I can be. Uh, I'm just curious what your opinion on uh, on the Patriots quarterback situation moving forward is. Yeah. I mean, I, do they, you know, Belichick's, sorry, but, but Belichick's tested the open market and it doesn't seem like there are a lot of suitors. It just feels like that star has kind of died, and you wonder how that affects the Mac QB situation. You're saying the star to be the Patriots quarterback has died? No, no, no. The, I mean, the, the the luster to Bill Belichick. I mean, what you know, we all wondered when Brady left, who was the star? Was it Brady or was it Belichick? And obviously Belichick's accomplished a ton, and you can't diminish that, but you wonder – I mean, Brady's clearly won this divorce, right? Yeah, I, I think that's been established. You are aware that Gerard Mayo is now the head coach of the Patriots, correct? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm per- no, of course, of course. I'm perfectly aware of that. What I'm, what I'm really asking is, is how much did Belichick's infrastructure, his coaching staff, his 
coaching, his personnel decisions, how much should that affect Jones, and does that have a lasting impact? I mean, do the Pats keep him around at quarterback, or do you go draft someone, Well, or what? I mean, how does this work? I think what I would do, Turner, is I would draft a quarterback at three, and I would get rid of Mac Jones. What I think is likely going to happen is the Patriots will draft a quarterback at three, and Mac Jones will be the backup, and no one's going to be clamoring for Mac to be the starter. No one's going to feel... You know, the rookie's not going to feel threatened in camp because Mac Jones is there. You know, this is not a big personality that casts a shadow like a Cam Newton who would never work as a backup. Um, You know, even to a certain extent, a Russell Wilson. Uh, He's not going to work as a backup. He's too big of a name, too big of a shadow. And, you know, look, we could sit here and talk till we're blue in the face and debate if Russell Wilson's a starter in the league or not and you think he gets another shot. But one thing's for certain, uh, he's nobody's backup, okay? That's just not going to happen. He's just too big of a too big of a persona to have uh, behind a rookie or even a vet at that point. Uh, if, you, if you go down the Russell Wilson path, he's your starter, okay? And so I make that point, and I use him and Cam Newton as an example, and there's others like that where they're just too big to to be backup quarterbacks. That's not the case with Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones is going to be quiet, keep his mouth shut, and go to work. What we've seen results-wise with him is he's probably an elite backup quarterback. I mean, can we be honest about this? He had a good run that rookie year. Year two, not so great. Year three was a mess. Now, coordinators, things happen. I get it. I'm not blaming him for everything. He didn't exactly have Jerry Rice next to him to throw to either, right? We get it. But I think we can all agree here. If Mac Jones is a backup, that's an elite backup. You know why? If your rookie quarterback sucks or gets hurt for a handful of games, Mac can come in, and and you can stay on course. Now, what I don't want is any talk about Mac Jones being the future or my franchise quarterback. I'm good on that. But if you're telling me Mac Jones sticks around and he's my backup for Drake May or Jaden Daniels, I have no problem with that. Or if you go out and you get a Kirk Cousins, or if you go out and you get a Russell Wilson and Max a backup, I'm okay with that. I used an example earlier in the show of, remember, we just watched the Colts with a rookie head coach and a rookie stud quarterback turn it around. Stud quarterback gets hurt. Who comes in? Gardner Minshew. I mean, <laughs> they barely miss out on the playoffs. That's Mac Jones to me. That's a guy that can come in if the rookie either stinks or or gets hurt which was the case for the Colts, and Mac is Gardner Minshew. He can just steady the ship. You're fine. You're ordinary. You're okay. He's Coke Zero, right? I, I mean, that's what I think. Now, if you're telling me Mac is going to compete for the starting job with a rookie, I'm out. And that's why I don't want a J.J. McCarthy or a Bo Nix. To a certain extent, even a Michael Penix. Because I just think... At that point, you got twinsies. You can't have it. You you need a cut above Mac, and then Mac is your backup, and I'm cool with it. Uh, all right, we'll wrap up the show next. We'll talk Bruins on the way out of here. Travis Thomas Experience on WEEI. 
This is the Travis Thomas Show on WEEI. Yo, G, they can't stop me from rapping, can they? Can they hop? Through the wire here on the Travis Thomas Experience as we wrap up this fine radio program. Wrapping up your phone calls, taking Patriots memories for the playoffs. I said, you know, hey, they're not in the playoffs, so we might as well just take a trip down memory lane. You know, the dynasty's effectively over here, so I just, uh, being on the outside looking in for so many years in that D.C., Maryland um, market that I was, I always appreciated greatness, and I even shared some stories of uh, Patriot playoff games and Super Bowls where I was in the moment and still remember the feeling I had and even told a uh, blackout drunk story from <laughs> from one of the Super Bowls. Uh, I mean, it's it's been great, and many of you have called and shared so many memories with me, and I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, look, I, I really hope that uh, I can get some success with you because you guys did all that winning You haven't won a damn thing since I've been here in two years. It's driving me nuts. The Red Sox haven't given me anything. Uh, The Patriots haven't been worth a damn since I arrived. You know, Celtics and Bruins are at least, you know, they got a shot here. I think the Celtics uh, win the title this year. I just laid out how I think they're going to play the Clippers of all teams in the finals. And listen, I think the Bees are on their way as well. I'll wrap up the show with my thoughts on them after a big win today against the Flyers. Uh, Let's go to Dave on line one who wants to give me a Patriots memory. What you got, Dave? Hey, how you doing? Good, brother. How are you? Pretty good. I got a memory. First of all, I've had season tickets to the Pats since 97, so I've seen a few good games. Wow. But no bowl comes to mind. Me and my buddy Mike. Brady fumbles the ball, fourth quarter. We're out of there. We're underneath the stadium, leaving. We look up at a hot dog stand on the TV. There's a red flag. So we stop for a minute, and the crowd goes nuts. So naturally, we run back up into the stadium, and where you know what you see on TV when they show the kick? Yeah. That camera is right in front of us. We pile into that section. And we're right there in front of the the end, the goalposts, and that's what we see. Vinatieri puts it through. Wow. The place goes crazy. Oh. I was praying. People were picking me up. I was saying, God, if you let him make it, I'll never do that thing again. <laughs> <laughs> and people got me up in the air by my jacket. <laughs> that is awesome, Dave. That's a great memory. We get we get closer to God in tight situations, don't we? I appreciate the call. Appreciate everybody's call and the memories. Um, so listen, I told you I think the Celtics go to the finals and win it. Uh and I think they're going to beat the Clippers of all teams this year. I, I just think the Clippers finally have it all together. And what they've been waiting on and hoping for day one, they finally got it figured out. Here's another hot take for you. I think this Bruins win today over the Flyers, uh, it's bigger than you think. It's it's not just another Bruins win. Here's what I mean. If you look at the, the standings in the Eastern Conference, first of all, the Bruins beat the hell out of the Flyers, okay? Six to two in the Flyers building is a big deal, all right? That's number one. Number two, if you look at the Eastern Conference standings, the Flyers are one of those teams that's going to make the playoffs. 
So to go into their building, beat the hell out of them, they play great defense. They're very similar to the Bruins. So, you know, they're a light version. The Bruins are the IPA that will get you wasted, and the Flyers are the light beer version of it, and it showed today. Now, the Eastern Conference right now, Rangers, Canes, Flyers up there, all these teams play defense. I believe the Bruins will get revenge on the Panthers. These are the top two teams in the East right now, Bruins and Panthers right behind them. Panthers are the only team, much like the Bruins, who are balanced defense, and they can score on you, and they're good in goal. I think we get Bruins-Panthers in the East, and the Bruins get revenge this time. And then will they make the Stanley Cup final? Who the hell knows? Because hockey's so crazy. But I think this team's better equipped to go in a deep playoff run than last season when they were more finesse. This Bruins team is grimy. I appreciate you guys. I'm back next weekend to do it again. Roll with me. Travis Thomas Experience on social media. See you next weekend. Travis Thomas Experience on WEEI. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.